0: Hello, I'm Kendall Long and this is our new show where I ask two sexy singletons if they are down to date. During the show, we'll be hosting a first date here in our studio in Los Angeles with the hope of helping folks find true love. We're going to be playing silly games, ask awkward questions, and present our daters with challenges to see if they are compatible with each other. So without further ado, let me introduce our first contestants who are down to date. We have Alec and Emily. Hello. Hi. <laughs> we are going to be asking them their life story in one minute. It's a lot of pressure fitting your entire life story in one minute.
1: Okay. I wasn't even briefed on this. I, yeah, yeah, I wasn't briefed I, either. Let's okay. go
2: first.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, who? You want to go first,
2: Emily? I, okay. Um, <laughs> I see. I see. No, I was like hoping that he had to. so I was like, who has to go oh. first? Like, do I have a second?
0: Wait, rock, <laughs>
1: paper, scissors or? Uh, you know what? I'll, ju- I'll just, uh, I'll just try to go for it here. Okay. Okay.
0: Alec is feeling brave. Alec is feeling brave. All right. So in as much detail as possible, you're going to give us your life story in one minute. On your mark, get set, go.
1: Okay. Born in Pennsylvania. Grandfather was a golf professional. Moved down to Virginia. My dad was a pilot. He worked at a Dulles airport in Leesburg, Virginia, which is the very northernmost part outside of D.C. Grew up there for the majority of my life. Went to three high schools. Um, Parents got divorced when I was like 14. Like moved around. um, And then went to college. Came back. Went to like another college. And then transferred into George Mason, where I finally graduated. And then did that all in four years. Didn't even skip a beat. Proud of that. Then moved out to the West Coast. Um, been out here for about three years, got a job in finance after like trying to find a job for like two and a half months. And here we are.
0: You have 20 seconds left. I am so impressed wow. that you fit all of that, yeah, that in was 45 <laughs> seconds. Wow. You still had room. You
1: I could did, have uh, continued. I didn't know how much you wanted me to expand. <laughs> I, no,
2: that was, that was good. That was efficient. I like that. That <laughs> was literally like all the facts the lined point up. point
1: of my life. I yeah. liked
2: it. Was well, there anything you feel like you left out?
1: I have a little brother. <laughs> I didn't even mention family. him. You <laughs> yeah. mentioned family. Pets. <laughs> I have a dog. I had two dogs. Yeah.
2: It's too late. You, I know, you gave, a, up, I you gave up your 20 seconds. I didn't have a
1: kitten though. I didn't. You're uh, missing
2: out. You're missing out I don't get that. to go home to those. I know. They're pretty great. <laughs> All
0: right, Emily. Okay. Do you think you can fit as much in as Alec in one minute?
2: Yeah, do I, I don't know if I can beat the forty-five second mark, but I'll try. Oh yeah, no, you,
0: you should fully use <laughs> your full one out, minute. Oh, we have a timer right there. I'm we ready do to go. Have a timer. Right. This is. Oh yeah, I forgot to say, you can see
2: that there is a timer in front of you. So if you feel like, you know, oh, yeah, I was referencing that. I was kind of seeing like, how much time he <laughs> I had left dope, and trying to like gauge it. Like, you did, I was <laughs> thoroughly impressed. I was thoroughly impressed
0: with the amount of efficiency that you answered that. Yeah, and, no, same.
2: I feel right, like right, I'm on. My you time. can do this. Are all you right, ready? All right, one minute
0: on the clock. On your mark, get set, go.
2: All right. So I was born in the Bay Area, actually in Sonoma, and then um, moved to San Jose. My parents split up when I was like two and a half, three, and then moved down to San Diego, went to elementary school there, and then moved to—and Oh, then my mom had my little brother who he's 14, he'll be 15 next week, and then he's actually born— Nine years, three days after me. I'm June 25th. He's June 28th. And then um, he, I'm going, uh, and then uh, went to high school in Palm Springs and then uh, USC for college. And I've been living in LA for, it's been like three years since I graduated now. And I work in music mostly. And I actually have my first single coming out soon. So that's like been my big project that I've been working on for the past couple of months. And yep. Wow. We have the same birthday. Wait, really? You're you June 25th? June 25th. Wait, it's less than a week?
1: Less than a week. <laughs> All
2: right. Oh my gosh, it's the same birthday. I'll be 25 guys. and you'll be
1: 24? 24.
0: Yep. I didn't plan nice. this. I That's swear crazy. I did not plan you guys uh-huh. to have the same birthday. Wow. wow.
1: <laughs> That's pretty cool. Wait,
0: what sign is that? Cancer.
1: That's cancer. Mm-hmm. Cancer.
0: Okay, so what I've heard about cancer, I have a couple friends that are cancers. Does that mean that you are open emotionally? Or what do you guys feel a cancer is to you?
2: I mean, like everybody's different. And like if you get super into... Like there's, part of me is like super into astrology and then part of me is like, it's all bullshit. But
1: like... <laughs> um, I want your take on, on but yeah, our for sign. Our,
2: well, okay, because also, so like, I don't know what time you are born and everything like that, but then if you start getting into like the rise, like your rising and your moon sign and stuff as well as your sun sign, I think that yeah. that like develops it a little bit more. And because like for me, like both my rising and my moon are both like Gemini. Plus we're pretty close to the Gemini cusp being like June 25th. So I feel like I tend to feel like... There's, like, like, in the way that Gemini is considered the twins, I feel like one of my twins is, like, the cancer side. And then there is, like, the other part of me that's, like... Like, there's a part of me that is, like, a homebody and likes to be home and, like, you know, just, like, cook and be, like, yes, like, here. But then there is, like, this other part of me that's just, like, I want to go out and, like, do things and, like, see all of my friends all of the time. And, it's like, It's so crazy yeah. how signs have
0: so much to them Mm -hmm. you know it's not only your sign it's like your moon rising like Mm -hmm. i i did actually read my chart at one point and it was pretty spot on Mm -hmm. it was pretty crazy yeah
1: they usually are yeah and and i don't know if it's because they're supposed to be very generalistic or if they actually are hitting on something yeah i
2: mean i feel like definitely like once you start getting into the more like not just being like your sun son, but the other ones, like I think it's like, oh yeah, well, like that, that, that's me. That's <laughs> you know? me.
0: Wait, so how are two cancers together? Is that is that something
2: that the universe
1: can, can do? Can, can we date each other? Is I that? I don't a know. Thing? We'll
2: have to look into this. Is there? Do we have an astrologist on set? Yeah, we need we, to
1: call <laughs> an astrologist. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah. An astrologist? Like
2: <laughs> I don't know. We need one on speed dial right now. Right
1: now. Yeah, what? Man,
2: we could
0: be going against the universe right now, guys. Yeah,
2: we don't
1: know.
0: All right. So we have gotten the surface level questions out of the way. So the whole thing about this podcast is I love you know getting in depth, going down and dirty with all the in-depth questions. So in front of you guys, you have a stack of flashcards. And so I would like you guys to each alternate and take turns reading the flashcards and asking each other the questions on them. And I want both of you guys to answer the question that's on the flashcards. So Emily, do you want to go
2: first and read the first flashcard? Sure. All right. If you were visiting a tribe that's tradition was to eat someone who had passed away, would you try human meat? Ooh!
1: Wow, you guys came swinging at a heavy on one, one, one for a um, first
0: question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, am I going to die if I don't? Can I ask a question back?
0: I don't think you'll die. I think it's more just. I think it's just the choice.
1: If I'm going to spend a long time with this tribe, then probably.
0: Really, you want to get accustomed to you know their culture yeah, and like, get feel into like you're it, ingrained right? you in can't, the tribe. Uh, I can understand that.
1: Yeah, you can't offend them. Yeah, how about you? Game.
0: Would you? Yeah, for like <laughs> it would just be <laughs> like it'd be weird it's like not
1: to. Like a fast answer.
2: Yeah, I She knew right away. She's like, "Yes, I would totally <laughs> like... try human meat." Well, then also, like, it's like realistically, it's like the least offensive. Like, I don't know. We've kind of I day. mean, eating a human's pretty offensive, <laughs> but like, but like, it'd be more offensive, I think, in this case, to not try it you know what i mean and like right. the dead is dead they don't care like, that's true i don't know i have like i want to be fish food when i die so i might as well wow. like feed
1: someone you know wow
0: yeah all right well <laughs> i think we can go to the second question after that when <laughs> i found all out right. so much about you guys
1: <laughs> all right let's see uh compare the person you were 10 years ago with who you are now
2: Ooh uh well 10 years ago I was only 13 so like I would like to think that there were like a lot of things that have changed since then um I think I'm actually I'm just way more secure than the person I was 10 years ago I mean when you're like 13 you're in the midst of your awkward phase where like you criticize every little part of yourself and hate every little part so you know what I mean everything seems like the end of the world and it's just like nice to like have realized that like oh yeah like the fact that I gave myself a bad haircut, like, wasn't like gonna <laughs> end grow my life. I had a total fro. I had a total fro
1: when I was thirteen, and uh, I felt like I was always in my head. I couldn't couldn't get out of my own head, and it's like now I'm, what you mm. were saying, just like right along. I'm much more comfortable in my own skin mm. than I was at thirteen. So,
0: well, what would you tell your thirteen year old self?
1: Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. just relax and yeah. just go along with the flow, because it's it's like one big ride, and just you just can't take it too seriously. So
2: Yeah, definitely. and that like trying to fit in is really <clears throat> overrated and that like you'll get over it in a few years. <laughs>
0: yes, definitely. I wish I can go back to my 13 year old self and just say, uh, don't overthink everything. Yeah. You know? And that guy you cool. like, he's definitely not as good as yeah. the amazing boyfriend you have now. <laughs> so just don't worry about it.
2: Yeah. Um, all right. So who's next? Or you have I think my turn to read a question. Who was your first enemy?
1: Oh my God. Um So there was this kid, I know, I mean, it was like right away. We were like mortal enemies in, uh, in high school. I mean, this kid would like he in gym class, it was always gym class. And he would, he would like try to mess with me, but I was not, I I was not the kind of kid who took being messed with lying down. I just, we like, we just always fought and we'd catch ourselves like fist fighting. And this, we had like a drill sergeant of a, of a gym teacher. And he was like, Mr. Doss, he's like, stop you know, stop touching Alec. And it was like, we always fought back and forth. And so then like, then things got really bad. And then we just like never talked. And we were like mortal enemies in high school. Are you guys
0: still enemies? You guys still just not on a talking basis at all? Do you Instagram creep? He (laughs) called me
1: out of the blue about a year and a half ago. And apologized for the way he acted in high school.
0: I'm so proud of him. That's so difficult to do. I thought society stepped it
1: up a notch. Wow. Okay. Well, that's
0: like full circle. That's actually a really, you know, good story.
1: So I apologize too and all is well. Nice.
0: All
2: is
1: (laughs) mended. Yeah. Well,
0: how about
2: you? Are you, how about your mortal enemy? I don't feel like I ever had like really a mortal enemy I was just like generally picked on a lot in middle school by like kind of everyone but I actually had like a similar experience to what you had where like this girl who was one of the main girls who would kind of but like we were also friends so it's weird because it wasn't like I really viewed her that much as a bully it was just kind of like oh yeah all my friends are mean to me (laughs) but like she actually was like one of the meaner ones and About like six or maybe like three, four months ago now, she came over because she's still friends with like my roommate because I live with my roommate who I've known since I was 10. But um so she came over and she actually like apologized to me. She was like, "Yeah, I was actually thinking about this like recently that like we were all really mean to you, and it's because we like kind of all would just like shit on each other, but you were the only <laughs> one who just like took it and like didn't ever throw shit back." I was like, "Well, yeah, because it was mean. Like I didn't want to be mean when I was little." So, so you both
0: made amends yeah. with your yeah.
2: enemies, which right? is good. Isn't it like a weird have grown feeling so where you're much? like, "Right, you're like, wow, I can like let go of all that."
1: Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very that's weird for good.
0: Me. You know, that stuff is in the past. We are now adults.
2: Mm-hmm. I think. Fully adulting. Yeah, you know, some days. (laughs) Hopefully.
0: Hopefully.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, Alec.
2: Next
1: question. All right, here we go. Here we go. Have you ever been through a phase emo, vegan, rebel, etc.?
2: Ooh. Pretty much all of those. (laughs) Which one is the most recent phase you've been through? Between emo, vegan and well just
0: any kind of phase,
2: like what phase? Um, Which one's the most memorable, I should say? My scene phase was like a pretty interesting time, just like because like the fact that I thought any of it was like okay to wear is just like am- like I like actually my freshman year of high school tried to dye my hair like a really it like, wasn't fully black but like really dark brown and like <laughs> you had the eyeliner and the band T-shirts and like wow. heavy warped tour to participant and, like Ooh, so that's emo emo is emo scene was, is kind of similar? similar but like I wasn't like cutting myself for any like of the actual emotions i was still like just there like hey guys but like with my weird hair and ridiculous <laughs> eyeliner that i thought was a good look and just was not okay and my braces which i would like you know when you get the weird colors too yes i get like purple Have you had braces? yes really mm-hmm. yes fourth i
1: had them for two years wow
2: you, see, I had mine in middle school, so it just contributed to the awkward phase more. It was yeah. great times. <laughs> nice. So, how about you, Alec? Have you ever had a phase?
1: Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Um, so, my dad was like a big rocker growing mm. up, and so like he'd get me these stupid T-shirts when he'd go to these rock concerts, and so I remember just having this. Then I had my fro for like years, and it's like this big curly fro, and I had these like rock T-shirts. That oh I yeah, I was we're we're just rocking out. Sh- I, and I was like five foot two <laughs> as a freshman in high school, just like. Doing my own thing, like didn't, again, in my own head, just like didn't even know what was going on. And, uh, yeah. And then I went through my skateboarding phase and that oh, was uh, a, that was the whole How many thing broken too? bones
0: did you get from skateboarding?
1: uh, uh probably six or seven at least.
0: Yeah. It's like such a dangerous sport. I think of all the sports, skateboarding
2: is like hardcore. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I took it very seriously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially because kids like,
2: don't wear helmets or like, <laughs> any of the padding or things that you're supposed to wear. And they're like, I can go like... Just no, it's not don't. cool to wear elbow padding and no. helmets no. when you're no, a
0: teenager. Not and I
1: refused to oh, wear certain things. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Because you were yeah. a hardcore rock skateboarder. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> nice. All
2: right, Emily. <laughs> next question. All right. <clears throat> what is the most intimate thing a couple can do together?
1: Hmm. You know what? Um, I think... I think if you're like going to sit on the couch and watch a romantic movie and you're sort of just laying with each other and, and, uh, just sort of in each other's arms. And then there's like that scene where you pause the movie and, and, uh, (laughs) and you never start the movie again because it just escalates to the Mm -hmm. next level.
0: All right. So basically you're saying that the most intimate you can be with another person is Netflix and chill.
1: Uh, if I'm going to be the most basic human being on the planet, uh, yes, I would say (laughs) that that's pretty intimate.
2: Do you like Netflix and chilling? I mean, yeah, like it is, but I feel like it's again like it's just basic like it's uh, it's not like a see for me like i think like honestly the most intimate thing you can do with another person is like if you can go to the bathroom in front of the other person then that (laughs) means that like you're actually like do you know what i mean that that's like real intimacy i think what number are we talking I mean like especially number two but like we try to not have to like ever be put in that position but, I have not like, reached that level with you yeah. yet
1: nope <laughs> nope I've never reached that level ever no I maybe
2: maybe
0: yeah. we're just not you know
2: I maybe we're just not doing relationships right <laughs> <laughs> I mean like I don't yeah it's like I don't I think maybe I have like one time like when it was like a really dire situation <laughs> but like other than that but like if you could like go like at least like be able to like pee with like the bathroom door open not like all yeah. the time but if it's like one of those like it wouldn't be like oh my god things and like, you know what I mean? I think that like, people just need to be like able to be comfortable in their skin.
1: All right. Um, what trait in yourself do you think people don't see, but want you, but you want them to see,
2: I don't know if there really is any, like, I think sometimes people tend to think that I'm dumber than I am, but I usually enjoy that because then I'm underestimated, which is like a better position to be in,
1: I think. So I can relate to that, actually. Mm,
2: yeah. I think, but yeah, so I don't know. I feel like that's like the one thing that often gets overlooked is I think a lot of people like assume that I don't know what I'm talking about a lot of the time.
1: Most of the time, but... I don't know what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> you know,
2: yeah, sometimes it's just all bullshit, but you know, it's fine.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. It's
2: like the sneak attack, you yeah. know,
0: they underestimate you and mm-hmm. then you just like jump in there and surprise them. It's yeah. like, bah, bah. I actually know what I'm talking about. It's
1: very rare I like for me that. to know something. <laughs> that's, that's nice.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> when you can use, this, get that information in there, I know something. <laughs> Facts.
0: All right. Well then.
2: All right. My turn. Next question. When was the last time you were proud of yourself?
1: Today. I drove here and I put my seatbelt on.
2: That's important. Safety first. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah, I like try to give my, like I try to be proud of the little things. Cause yeah, it's like if I like <laughs> got up in the morning and like I took a shower. Wow. That's awesome. Like, yeah. You did a thing. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Like, Probably today I like made it here and yep. I was on time and I was really nervous. I was gonna be late But I had like three minutes to spare So
1: I got out of work and pulled off the lie that I was going to a dentist appointment mm-hmm. Oh, see that's
0: like the scary thing, you know telling your boss or teacher or Like the I dentist did so appointment, effortlessly
1: going to... it just it didn't even phase me right out. Yeah, lie. <laughs> <Little white> lies. <laughs> here you go. There it is. That's
0: an acquired skill. I Want to switch it up do a little bit of game time. All right, so I want to do a debate. All right. So the question of the debate is, is a hot dog a sandwich? Now I'm going to assign you each with a viewpoint. So Alec, you're going to say a hot dog is a sandwich. Okay. Emily, you're going to say a hot dog is not a sandwich. Okay. All right. So I would like to have a minute argument from each of you. So Alec. Okay. You're going to go first. So convince me that a hot dog is a sandwich. All right, I, um,
1: I feel very strongly about this, by the way. So um, I think a hot dog is a sandwich and I'll tell you exactly why. When you have a sandwich, the items are in between two buns. Now, here's the catalyst. The buns are folded and there's, there's a crease. So it's not detached. So is that technically a sandwich? You show me a book that says a sandwich <laughs> cannot be touching the <laughs> other part of the bread. And then we'll we'll talk about that. But I am 100% for a hot dog being a sandwich, and there's there's no way you can turn that. So
0: this guy has some pol- political genius in him. That was a, that was a very confident argument. All right, Alec. All right, Alec. Um, okay, Emily. So that might be hard to follow up. But I'm gonna give you the same amount of time. I'll give you a minute. Convince me that a hot dog is not a sandwich. You, Mark,
2: get set. A hot dog is not a sandwich because if somebody came up to you and asked you if you want a hot dog or a sandwich, that's a valid question. And if you start getting, if it's between two pieces of bread, are we gonna say a quesadilla is a sandwich? Are we gonna say a calzone is a sandwich? How far are you gonna go? It's a really slippery slope there. Gotta define your food items.
1: But maybe the person asking if it should be a if you want a hot dog or a sandwich is just illiterate and didn't know that. There's there's actually it's part of the same category,
2: but there easily could be a hot dog and a sandwich and they would be in two separate categories. If you go to the store, the hot dog stuff is in its own section. The sandwich stuff is That's in its hard own to section. Argue.
1: It is. It is tough to argue, but I, I will throw this back to the quesadilla. I think you really <laughs> derailed things there because because it's not bread. It's it's uh, it could be a Valid corn tortilla. Point. So by definition, not a sandwich. <laughs>
2: But it's a different type of bread. than You wouldn't normally get the type of bread that's on a sandwich on a hot
1: dog. And a calzone? That's like toast. What is, what is but you're that? Just, that's you're talking uh, about the
2: connected thing.
1: I, I know. It, it, <laughs> there's no rule against it.
0: All right. So we had the in-depth conversation questions and they're a little bit difficult but they're not as difficult as our next section which is which is this is my favorite part actually this is the jar of questions you should never ask on a first date all right so this is like where it gets really kind of scary I think this is probably the scariest part of the entire podcast so who's brave? I want to know who's brave. I'm shaking this jar to mix up all the questions.
2: I feel like I should volunteer to go first since he went first for the questions. Ooh, but... okay, Ooh. we have a brave woman ah, she's here. She's keeping track. We have a brave woman here. First. Okay, Emily, pick the first questions. Cool. Okay. Is there any sort of color coding I should be aware of? No, or? the
0: colors are just crazy. I'm okay. gonna stay
1: away from red personally. But
0: it's actually rose.
1: Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Right. Who did you vote corrected. for
2: at the last election? Oh my gosh, politics. Like presidential election, oh, yeah. I assume. Yeah, obviously Clinton. I'm not a Trump supporter.
1: Right. Okay. You go. I um I also voted for Clinton because I could not get myself so I'm I'm a registered Republican, but I cannot get myself to vote for Trump. Yeah,
2: that's no Trump.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I'm surprised we started off with politics so strongly, and this is probably one of the most calm <laughs> conversations I've had about politics ever. I think
1: it's a no-brainer.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, that's exactly I was <laughs> like, because <laughs> I wasn't voting for Trump, so <laughs> that was it. Like, we do live in LA. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, it's true. yeah.
0: All right, Alec, are you ready?
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do green. Oh, you did green. I'll do blue. All right. Have you ever had a pregnancy scare?
2: Nope. Really? Wow yeah nothing no like I mean, maybe like a day it, or two late
1: possible.
2: <laughs> well I mean, if someone you were dating had a pregnancy scare well
1: true. yeah, no,
2: nothing like yeah, nothing like ever really serious, like I guess it period been like a day or two late, but it always like it was never like late enough to the point I was like worried something was wrong, so well, you're lucky, yeah,
0: you're lucky. I feel like it's hard to go through life without having. If you are, if one is sexually active, yeah. without having a pregnancy scare.
2: Also, like sometimes I think maybe I'm just forgetful, and like I probably like should have like worried or I'd be like, oh my period's already two days late, but or something like that. But I usually like forget about those things. You're just <laughs> like you know nine months pregnant, like yeah. like I really feel. <laughs> I hungry. Know, like, I'm craving pickles. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, and I just keep. getting I bigger know a couple don't get girls
2: it. are like it did happen where they like didn't realize that they were pregnant, so they're really far along. And part of me wanted to be like, how would yeah. you not know? And then part of me's like, honestly, like. That probably could have like, happened to me, too, sometimes. But. Well, I've heard of
0: a story of someone who, a girl who actually went to the restroom and she gave birth while she felt like she was just going to the bathroom.
1: Wait, what? How big do you have to be to yeah, make I think that happen? Yeah, that's a lot, right? I, I mean, mean, that, what, do you got to be like 600 pounds to make I'm that. sure there has to
0: be some kind of scientific, like, like a wow. thing. Yeah. It's got
2: to be like a psychological, like, thing at that point, I feel like. Yeah. Almost, you know how the people have, like, the ghost pregnancies or whatever? Or phantom You're just, like, washing like, your
1: hands and then there's a kid on the floor. It's like, how does that happen?
2: Like, <laughs> That's a lot. Surprise!
0: Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> I just, I just thought I was putting on weight. Like, wait. So, Alec, you <clears throat> said you did have a pregnancy scare before. Do you oh, mind yeah. opening up about that and uh, telling us more about it?
1: Um, yeah. Uh, the condom broke, and uh, she was not on birth control, and I freaked out. Mm. And, uh, but it was, it was all, it was all good. I don't know. Must have been off cycle or whatever. But yeah. we were, we were good.
0: So. I do hear that people. If they don't take any contraception, they go by like the month or, yeah. you know, you can track your cycle. So you yeah. guys both got lucky. I mean, yeah. or maybe not lucky, depending if you would want to have a child. Yeah. What?
2: No, I'm
1: 23. Yeah. We got
0: time. We got
1: time. We got time. All
0: right. I think we should go for another one of these questions. I think they haven't really gotten as scary as I expected them to. All
1: right. I think we're both just not afraid to answer yeah. anything.
2: You guys are fearless. Tell me about the first time you had sex.
1: Um, you're gonna answer it first.
2: Oh, yeah, I forgot. She's I down and ready. ready. Now she's ready. Go I for love it. This. Go I'm, for it. Yes,
0: fantastic. No <laughs> sexual scares, you I'm not know, no even pregnancy scares, but that. she's down
2: to talk about her first time. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I mean, it wasn't, it was one of those like the person was good, but like the situation was bad. Like, he was like my first <clears throat> high school boyfriend, really. So it was like, it was fine. It was my senior year of high school, and it was actually. Oh, God, I won't tell my mom that I did this. (laughs) I'm going to send this to to her.
1: (laughs) She's going to send snippets that don't make it uh, in, out.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, but it was literally, it was over at, like, his friend's house. It was, like, on Senior Ditch Day. It was, like, over at his friend's house. It was just, like, one of those, like, weird things. Like, like, the situation was not romantic, like, at all. But, like, the person was a good person. So, like, it could have been, you know what I mean? Like, I would take, like, having a decent person and, like, a relatively, like, Shitty, experience. you don't even know I mean? it wasn't bad. It's was the like, first yeah. time ever got
0: free? exactly. It's ever that good, yeah. No. You know, it's like you don't I know was what you're terrified. doing, yeah. Oh, yeah. What about your first time?
1: Uh, let's see. I was a junior in high school and I tried this in the back of a car where I probably needed the most room I've ever needed during sex in my life, <laughs> and I had probably the most confined space. <laughs> Ever, you just that I don't know what had. you're
2: doing, and just like stuck in the back seat. I,
1: I I think I what had an elbow. Like oh, it was a Nissan Sentra. It's like uh. it was like my first. Oh, and this thing was a real beauty, by the way. <laughs> this this car literally was running with shoestrings and bubble gum holding everything together. Mm. And this is this was my first time. <laughs>
2: We both had very classy first times. <laughs> Wait, Happy so, for us.
1: What I'm yes. curious about yes. is,
0: do you still have this car that no. christened and taking your virginity? No. No. Who'd you sell it to? <laughs> Were you careful about who you sold the car Her to? Her dad. I so- no, I'm joking. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, I, I took it to college and then drove it around in the fraternity, beat it to hell. And then my dad ended up patching it up and selling it to like one of his mechanics. Wow. And like he, he like drove it off. And, and it, the love was...
0: boat is no more. No. But oh. what a
1: chariot! Well, well what I have chariot.
0: It. <laughs> many lovely memories in there. <sighs> All right, oh, okay. I think Alec. You know, you gotta you gotta pick another one of these.
1: All right, I'll do I'll do a red. I'm I'm going red. <clears throat> Did you do a red?
2: Nope. We've got no, other... you're the first one yeah. to pull a red one.
1: Okay. Ooh, have you ever had the one that got away?
2: Hmm. I mean. I don't think, like I feel like it's like one of the, I don't think so, I, I don't, I, again, it's like one of those things where I think when you're still like young, it's hard to have like that much experience or like to even have perspective on like what that situation really like could be. So, at this point, no.
0: <laughs> no regrets? No, none. All right, well Alec, how about you? Do you ever feel like you've had the one that got away?
1: um No, but I was able to get away, yeah. which was nice. Thank goodness. yes.
0: Well, what are you referring yes. to? Get away from what? <laughs> you know I'm going to go uh, in deep with this. I'm not going to let you get away with that comment.
1: It's never that easy, is it, Kendall? Um, uh, so I dated this girl for five years. Um, it, it went as well as it could for as long as it could. And then the situation deteriorated immensely when we came out here. Yes, I followed a girl out to California. Um, and it sort of blew up in my face. Uh. Yeah, and I caught her cheating on me for, like, mm. seven months behind my back. Seven months? Seven wow. months. Part of that's me just being oblivious, I guess. I don't know. I
0: wouldn't use the word oblivious. I would say you were trusting <coughs> someone that you'd been with for five years. Yeah. And to find out that someone had cheated on you for that long after being together with them for that long, like, I can't even imagine.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's Yeah. I don't know that's why it's like I couldn't imagine I've never been in like a super long term relationship and I think that like I don't know yeah the thought of like somebody that you have been fully relying on for like that long and like upgraded your life for but I'm also a big believer that like things really do like happen for a reason even like the shittiest stuff that's ever happened to me like I always look back and I'm like thank god that happened so like
1: Oh, it was a heck yeah. of a learning curve. Yeah. I mean it was awesome. <laughs> I, I wouldn't I wouldn't take it back because mm. I am sort of who I am now because of it. And it's now my eyes are sort of wide open and mm-hmm. you know, I'll go into the next relationship like sort of aware of myself and what's going on around me. So mm.
0: do you feel like it'll make it so you maybe don't trust the next person that you date as much? Or what are your viewpoints on that?
1: No, because I think when you date somebody and you and you you love them you know, trust is sort of a, at the foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's not something that you just like don't have. It's yeah. it's part of the foundation. And I think if you're able to love someone, it's because you trust them. And mm-hmm. so, no, I don't I don't foresee that being an issue moving forward at all. It's just...
0: I mean, that's... I think that's a very mature thing, viewpoint to have <laughs> mm-hmm. after experience like that. It's true. And you should I know mean, me. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be extremely <laughs> difficult though for me, I feel after having experience like that to... I guess go into the new relationship with as much trust or as much of myself like open. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you ever had any experience with cheating
2: or like a little bit? It was again, but yeah, I feel like it was again, it was just like my first, it was one of the situations where I was really young. The only real experience I had was like my same like high school boyfriend. We've tried to make it work in college, (laughs) clearly did not work at all. And like, I found out that, like, he was cheating on me. So, like, I cheated on him back to, like, get back at him and be petty. And and it was just so stupid and, you know. But, yeah, since then I think I just kind of realized that, like, yeah, again, like, I think, like, honesty and trust are, like, really the only reasons, like, you should be in a relationship with a person. Like, if you can't trust them, then you're kind of just, like, wasting your time in general. So, like, if there isn't, like, that trust there, then, like, there doesn't need to be, like, any sort of investment, really.
0: Yeah, I can 100% agree with that. Without trust, there is nothing. Mm-hmm. So we have reached the end of the podcast, but we can't completely end the podcast without some honesty time. Now, this is probably the hardest part of the podcast, harder than the jar of forbidding questions to not ask on a first date. Um, so I'm going to be separating each of you guys, you know, getting a little information about how the date went. Okay. So Alec, would you mind uh, giving Emily and I some private time?
1: Oh, let me let me get out of here.
0: All right, Emily. Okay. <laughs> so a lot went down mm-hmm. on this first date. Um, what were some things that stood out to you?
2: Um, He definitely he was, just seemed like a really nice, like genuine person and seems like confident and funny. And so I like all those qualities for sure. What was your first impression? Um,
0: He's walking into the... No, you guys actually saw each other sitting in the studio. Yeah. So see, you see each other for the first time. What was your first impression
2: of Alec? Honestly, I think my first impression was just, like, more, like, what is this whole thing about to be right now? Like, it's still kind of... But, I mean, yeah, I think, like, my first impression was he's a good-looking guy, definitely, and he's, like, seemed... It was just kind of honest my first impression. was like, okay, like, there's another person here. Like, we are both, like, have to deal with this. We can, like, we'll get through it. Like, you know. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah, I was like, all right, like, at least there's someone else here, too. (laughs) So were there any red flags that you noticed
0: during Um, the podcast?
2: Well, as somebody, like... I think my longest relationship has been, like, about a year or so, and so some, like, I know that I'm not generally the type that, like, gets into, like, super long-term relationships, so I would just say that, like, him coming out of, like, a five-year relationship, and it still sounds like, I mean, like, he sounds like he's, like, past it and stuff like that, but I know that, like, that's obviously, like, a big thing to, like, still be kind of, like, I don't know. I feel like if I came out of a relationship for five years, I would be, like, I need five years to be single now. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: it's definitely a lot to go through, especially mm-hmm. with how everything ended. Yeah, So I definitely. can completely understand. All right, so
2: how are you vibing, Alec? Like, how... Yeah, I mean, he seems like a really great guy, and I would be down to, like, hang out in, like, a casual, you know, situation. Just, like, hang out since we, you know, really got to, like, delve into the deep questions this time. I think that, you know, just, like, maybe, like, a lighter situation, like, going out for, like, drinks or something, like, that could be a fun.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. So
2: there's, like, a... There's a potential. Yeah, I'm... A- Always open to the experience. <laughs> okay, okay.
0: So we'll see for sure if you guys are down to date mm. coming up. But we're going to bring Alec in here, and we're going to okay. get honest with him. Honesty time. All right. So, Emily, what was your first impression of Emily when she came in the studio?
1: Ah, beautiful girl. Yeah. Very, uh, she um, she came in. She came into the room. Although I was, like, joking with her. I had my hands down. I couldn't, couldn't see her. But, uh, yeah, she walked in. She was super confident, fun, bubbly, smart. Yeah, so I really liked her.
0: Nice. Okay. So after getting to know her a little bit more, a little more in depth, um, what are your thoughts after getting to know her more?
1: Um, she's like she's like totally the kind of girl you could just like hang out with. And I used the term I guess we joked about the term Netflix and chill earlier on. Um Yeah, you could totally Netflix and chill this girl. So Oh yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: I don't know if that's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't. It it
1: shouldn't it shouldn't sound the way it came off. But like a
0: serious uh, Netflix or chill. Or
1: <laughs> I think it would sort of like be an easy going that gets sort of serious halfway through the Netflix and chill. It's a pencil know?
0: movie though too? It does. I mean, is it a rom com? Is it a horror movie?
1: I think we swing wide and we go for the Notebook.
0: The Notebook. That's like that's like. I want to see. I, I want to cry. You know. Okay, you want to you want to get vulnerable. I like yeah. that. I like that in a man. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay. So did you notice any red flags?
1: Um, not, not really. Uh, I think it's sort of interesting. I think the number two comment got me a little bit. I couldn't do that. I mean, uh, I'll have I, to tell, tell you that was a red it.
0: flag for me too. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: You'll never do that.
0: I would never. You would never. I would I, never. I, I am
1: mortified even being in the bathroom when I'm doing it, let alone somebody else being there.
0: I gotta make sure, like, the door's sealed, the blinds <laughs> are down, the lights are on. I'm like, off, like the door
1: shut. Like, please never.
0: absolutely no. Yeah, this room of the of house this, is, the is closed
1: completely. when this is done. Yeah, yeah.
0: The forbidden zone. Um, all right, but you have been in a five year relationship. So, do you feel like that's something that like factors into play if you're ready for another relationship right now or short-term or long-term?
1: That's a good question. Um, You know, it's not that I'm against long-term at all. I think it would have to be, you know, the right situation, the right person, the right circumstances. Um, Because I'm not the kind of person who sort of jumps from relationship to relationship. I just take my time, I reflect. You know, I sort of, uh, you know, I really take my time to evaluate, okay, you know what, You you took a stab at it it went 5 years what do you need to what do you need to change to make it go 25 30 50 years you know yeah. so that's sort of my uh sort of the time I'm in now but if the right person comes along I'm absolutely open to it
0: so what do you look for in a significant other
1: um i think just like allowing the person to be themselves is is a really really big thing for me because you know so much of the time where i think these women try to you know, they find a guy, they go, oh, I could totally fix him up. And like I could totally make him next level. And it's like, you know, I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm hopefully I can get to next level on my own. Like, let's, why don't we just be together and see where it goes?
0: Having the independence know? and trust Absolutely. that the other person can be their own person, solve Absolutely. their own problems. Don't need to hold each other's hand going through it. I yeah. think the significant other, I always feel like they're always the most attractive when they are completely themselves independent of anyone else.
1: Yes, Could not have said it better myself, even if I said it.
0: All right, all right, okay. So now we're going to get Emily back in here.
1: Okay. Okay, guys,
0: hold your hands out, thumb midway, and if you guys would see yourselves going on another date, hanging out again, thumbs up. Maybe just staying as friends, thumbs down. On the count of three. Can feel the tension.
1: (laughs) God, this is nerve-wracking.
0: (laughs) All righty, one, two, three.
2: I'm like midway.
1: Midway,
0: okay, okay. So we got a thumbs up from Alec. We have a midway from Emily. Okay. All right. So, what are things that you found that you had in common, or how would it work, Alec?
1: Um, I think I think you're very fun. Mm-hmm. I think you're mm-hmm. um, beautiful. I think uh, we would have a great time together if we went out. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd Be a lot of laughs. I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just I think it'd be just sort of a fun
2: mm-hmm. fun time. So Emily, why are you why are you midway? I mean, I'm definitely, yeah, I think it would be fun to go out. I would say, I think, like, definitely, like, having, like, a lot of laughs, fun time, especially after, I think we did a pretty good job at mitigating the serious questions. But, yeah, just, like, obviously a more casual environment would probably be a better way to, like, yeah. Well, you had mentioned bend. that the yeah. fact that he
0: was in a five-year relationship was something mm-hmm. that you were thinking about.
2: Yeah, and I was also just, yeah, because, like, casual things, like, I tend to, like, be a place right now where I know that, like, more casual things are, like, what works better for me and like probably not looking for like a five year relationship right now but then I was saying before but like I am the type of person like I'm always open to like experiencing things and I'm not the type of person to like shut things out ever so I'm always open to to explore
0: so I feel like this is ending with somewhat of a mystery Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah I know stay tuned (laughs) but I do want to ask before we wrap out I want to ask if either of you guys could give our listeners advice about relationships and about dating um, what would that be? Alec.
1: Um, some advice would be um, stop and evaluate where you are in your current relationship and uh, get get the person you're with to actually sit down and have a serious conversation and look them in the eyes and actually know where you guys actually stand. Because what I found is that miscommunication runs very, very, very high, mm-hmm. um, even in the most successful relationships. So I would say definitely stop. Take a breather, evaluate, and if you guys are on the same page, great. If not, figure out how to get there.
0: I love that. That's actually very... I feel like you had that prepared. I love that. Yeah,
1: that was good. Right off the top of my head. <laughs>
2: All right, Emily, you got to follow that up. What advice yeah. would you give our listeners and to everyone <clears throat> listening right now? I think my advice is kind of in the same vein as that, but I think that like sometimes the communication with yourself is like also what's most important. I think that people have like a tendency to like lie to themselves about what they want or what they're looking for or like if they are or aren't happy. And so like they could even think that they're being like open, openly like communicative with like the other person and think that they're doing that. But like- The truth is that they're just lying to themselves more than anything else. It's not even that like they're lying to the other person, you know? So I think that like you can't really be in an honest relationship with another person if you can't be like in an honest relationship with yourself. So I think that like getting to the place where like you're clear on like who you are and like what you want and what works for you and what doesn't work and all of those things and like being honest with yourself about that Mm -hmm. and then... In turn, like you said, being able to then like share that honesty with another person and not.
0: I think that's important. I think it's when you're ready (coughs) within yourself, Mm -hmm. then you're ready to accept someone else into your life. Yeah. Yeah. And you're at the right place within yourself. It could be anybody could be coming up to you. It could be the person that you're meant to be with coming up to you. But if you're not ready within yourself, then you're you just won't be ready.
2: Mm -hmm. Right.
0: All right, oh guys, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys being here. Oh, my goodness. Yes, like, thank you It's for been having so me. much this fun talking blast. with you guys. Yes. And I know it's a crazy, vulnerable place to be in, but I appreciate you guys... I appreciate you guys coming here and just opening up and just going for it, taking Mm -hmm. a risk. Um, Well, folks, this has been Down to Date with Kendall Long. Hopefully we all had a bit of fun getting in depth and really breaking that first date surface level conversation. I feel like regardless of the outcome, it's always worth it to challenge your first date conversations to truly get to know somebody. If you guys like this podcast, please, please, please subscribe, rate, review, share. We would absolutely love to keep the conversation going. I will also be posting things on my Instagram, pkendall 88 And on my Twitter, Kendall Patrice Long. So please make sure to follow me if you guys want to hear more information about down-to-date podcasts.